0: This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 11th of May. I'm Toby Gillis.
1: And I'm Sophia Franklin.
0: A warning that Russia is planning for a long war in Ukraine.
2: We assess President Putin is preparing for a prolonged conflict during which he still intends to achieve goals beyond the Donbas. And the
1: Philippines has a new president, but is he really any different from his dictator father? The Times Daily World Briefing.
0: A stark warning from US intelligence over Ukraine's grave situation.
2: Even if they are successful, we are not confident that the fight in the Donbass will effectively end the war. We assess President Putin is preparing for a prolonged conflict in Ukraine, during which he still intends to achieve goals beyond the Donbass. We assess that Putin's strategicals have probably not changed, suggesting he regards the decision in late March to refocus Russian forces on the Donbass as only a temporary shift to regain the initiative after the Russian military's failure to capture Kyiv.
0: Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines explaining American fears that Vladimir Putin is preparing for a long war and that he still wants control over the entire country. The Russian president has always justified the incursion as a defensive action, claiming people who identify as Russians in the eastern Donbass district were being oppressed by Ukraine's government. Yet this latest intel suggests Putin will be back for the capital, Kyiv, and his strategy includes the potential for playing a long game. But if there can be silver linings within Ukraine's darkest moments, Ms Haynes does not have an immediate fear of the game-changer, nuclear war.
2: Our view is, as General Barrier indicated, that there is not uh, a sort of a imminent potential for Putin to use nuclear weapons we perceive that as something that he is unlikely to do unless there is effectively uh, an existential threat to his regime and to russia from his perspective
0: on the ground in the 11th week of war ukraine continues to defend itself beyond admirably its president volodymyr zelensky revealing positive news from the northeast The armed forces of our state have provided good news from the Kharkiv region to all of us. The occupiers are gradually being pushed out of Kharkiv. I am grateful to all our defenders who are holding the line and showing truly superhuman strength to drive out the army of invaders. That news that Russian troops have been pushed out of several towns near to the city of Kharkiv could be crucial. In fact, Kiev hopes it's an offensive that could change the course of the war. But how? Well, control of these towns put Ukraine's military, now armed with Western weaponry of course, close to striking distance of the supply lines which support Russia's force in the south. That's where Putin's focused on encircling and capturing the Donbass region from. Cutting those supply lines off could be fatal to Russia's primary mission there.
1: The Philippines is on track for a new president. But Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr.'s landslide victory is a controversial one. He's the son of the country's former dictator. There are thousands of you out there, volunteers, parallel groups, political leaders that have uh, cast their lot with us. Uh, because of their belief in uh, our message of uh, unity, because of their belief in the candidates. The Marcos family have been in exile since 1986, when the 21-year iron fist ruling by Ferdinand Jr's father came to an end. They've spent much of this campaign rebranding and trying to erase years of corruption, human rights abuses, poverty, and the imposition of martial law from public consciousness. The new president-elect has asked to be judged by his actions, not his family's past. But for those who remember, there's fury. Demonstrators, mostly students, chant slogans and wave Philippine national flags in protest against Marcos, citing election irregularities. Turnout has been high, although videos online appear to show voters taking bribes, voluntary or otherwise. There are also suggestions of broken machines at polling stations. Fears of widespread violence have not materialised around this election, but three people, understood to be prison guards, were shot dead near a polling station. On the way, concerns over the health of Queen Elizabeth, as she misses one of the most important jobs in her annual calendar – and an unlikely pairing in the world of music, join forces to release a new track. The Times
2: Daily World Briefing. Oh, 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 back, 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 back. I'm going to go for the gun okay oh OK, I'm going to go for the gun.
0: 24 hours after the capture of an escaped Alabama prisoner and his alleged accomplice, details are emerging of the pair's time on the run... And how it all came to an end. Police in Indiana have published dashcam footage showing Casey White being detained after officers rammed the vehicle he and female correction guard of 17 years, Vicky White, were driving. As the convicted murderer was restrained on the hood of the police car, other officers can be seen surrounding the overturned Cadillac behind. She's got the gun in her hand. She's still breathing. Vicki White had to be pulled from the vehicle after authorities say she suffered a self-inflicted gunshot wound, though that is unconfirmed. A gun was removed from her hand before White was taken to hospital, where she later died. Casey White told police, whilst in custody, that the couple, who were of no relation, had planned to engage police in a shootout at the stake of both of them losing their lives. But before that, they planned to stay in Evansville for two weeks, as Vanderburgh County Sheriff Dave Wedding explains.
1: He said that he was just trying to find a place to hide out and lay low and they thought, you know, they'd driven long enough that they wanted to stop for a while, get their bearings straight and then figure out their next place to travel. Their plan was pretty faulty. Their criminals, their plan was faulty and it failed. Thank God.
0: The white's plan was cut short though when an officer on patrol noticed their vehicle in a hotel parking lot.
1: She sat on the throne for 70 years and stopped at almost nothing to fulfil her royal duties until this week when her health has gotten in the way. Queen Elizabeth II was forced to withdraw from delivering a speech to the Palace of Westminster for the first time since 1963. Her Majesty was forced to miss delivering the British government's legislative agenda one of her most important duties as it marks the start of the parliamentary year and it was due to a recurrence of mobility issues.
0: My Lords and members of the House of Commons, Her Majesty's government's priority is to grow and strengthen the economy and help ease the cost of living for families.
1: Heir to the throne, son Prince Charles stepped up in her absence in his first major constitutional duty. The Queen is the world's oldest and longest reigning monarch and has been absent from nearly all high-profile events in recent months. It's left some questioning whether she should consider passing her crown to the next generation, or if that would plunge Britain into a constitutional crisis. Senior University Lecturer in History, Dr Sean Lang, explained to Times Radio some of the precedents for this.
0: There's a difference between retiring and abdicating. And the point is that the Queen's role is not a job. It's a sort of state of being, if you like, that to which, and she very much believes in it, that she was appointed by God at the time of her coronation and that that's not something you can give up. Um, you know, you can hand things over, you can, you can um, devolve them, but only really in the case of absolute incapacity. And the example there would be, George III, um, whose whose mind went. We all knew Twitter was going to change rapidly and drastically under the ownership of Elon Musk, and like it or not, if he completes the takeover, one of the most famous former users will be back.
2: I do think that it was not correct to ban Donald Trump. I think that was that was a mistake. It alienated a large part of the country and did not ultimately result in Donald Trump not having a voice. Um, And so I would reverse the perma ban.
0: Musk speaking at the Financial Times Future of the Car Summit there, revealing former president Trump will be entitled to use the platform once more when he buys Twitter. Trump was banned for inciting the January 6th riots at the Capitol last year. But the Tesla owner believes permanent bans should be very rare, basically only for bots or spam accounts. Asked if he fears a rise of the right on the platform, Musk insisted he just wants fair debate.
2: Twitter needs to be even handed. Victory would be that the most far right, 10% and the most far left, 10% are equally upset. Elon
0: Musk has agreed to buy Twitter for 44 billion US dollars. The Times Daily World Briefing Sport. In soccer, the English Premier League champions elect have already strengthened for next season signing one of the top young talents in the world. Here's Kane Reeves with the details. The football transfer window across Europe is yet to officially open, but the biggest deal of the summer has already been announced. Reigning English Premier League champions Manchester City have confirmed that they've reached an agreement to take Erling Haaland to the Etihad after activating his release clause at Bundesliga side Borussia Dortmund. The Norwegian striker will join for a fee of £51.2 million. Haaland has enhanced his reputation as one of football's hottest properties during his time in Germany, scoring 85 goals in 88 games. Personal terms with the 21 year old still need to be finalised ahead of the move being completed on the 1st of July.
1: The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment. They're not two names that you might normally put together, but in an unlikely pairing, the queen of Motown, Diana Ross, has joined forces with one of the biggest indie rock bands currently on the scene to make a new single. Tame Parlor will work with the Supreme singer for the forthcoming movie Minions, The Rise of Gru. Called Turn Up the Sunshine, the track is described as a laid-back, feel-good summer anthem, with commodores esque funky horn stabs. And if those two names won enough to impress you, then how about this? They've enlisted the help of Grammy Award-winning producer Jack Antonoff to produce it, and it'll be released later this month.
0: Finally, Scotland may not be the first nation that springs to mind when you think of the space race. It's hardly the US, Russia or China. But a satellite firm has announced the northern British country will be home to Europe's first-ever micro-launcher rocket tests – thought to be a significant step forward in a more environmentally friendly way for us to get satellites into orbit.
1: Doug Little is the chief executive of In Space Missions. He told Times Radio the old adage, size matters, really is true when it comes to saving fuel and time.
0: There's a new trend in the space industry of much smaller satellites. And the micro launch allows you to get these much smaller satellites into space, but at a much lower cost. It's not yet clear when the first test of the seven-engined, 19-metre rocket will take off from Space Hub Sutherland in the Highlands, but we have been assured it's far enough from civilization that it won't drop on anyone's head if it fails.
1: And that's your Times Daily World briefing for Wednesday, the 11th of May.
2: This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.